Welcome back, everybody. We're back. We're back. It's podcast Jan, bitches, and it's episode <laughs> two. Who would have thought? Who would have thought our second time around the sun? And, you know, we're really picking this week's episode off from where we left off last. I turned 21. Yeah, you did. Who would have thought? Who would have thought I'm still alive, <laughs> but I'm barely breathing, baby. It was but, a big um, weekend. It was a big one. I think if you bit into me right now, it'd be caffeine, donuts, and vodka only. No <laughs> blood, that. water, hydration left. But um, oh. rehab is always there when we need it most but not this time satan <laughs> I, uh, I we had the best time ever and i want to thank everyone that contributed to that and um thank you to everyone who contributed to our last episode being the success it was wow and thank you guys more importantly for listening and your feedback this has actually been a surreal magical wonderful week for us we are really 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 pumped for the direction Crazy. we're heading in and we love you all and hearing your responses your questions your feedback your constructive criticism mm-hmm. we're living for it Keep them coming. I will learn to not say like. That is my. Everyone has to. Honestly, (laughs) every time that you do, we'll put a dollar in the in a jar. Done. Definitely and done. I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. No, uh, we got the most amazing feedback. It seems like they actually really enjoyed last episode. So I yeah. think we'll just continue going the way that we did. But Gaia, I think you should update uh, us. You just got back. You've been around okay. the world. You don't speak the language. Your booty needs explaining <laughs> though. Because before we even get into any topic, we need to talk about something juicy you posted on the gram this week. Your body's a wonderland. Thank you, John Mayer. Nice. We got it. Talk about it. We got to talk about it. You got to tell us about the Philippines. Um, Yeah. So I just got back from a five day holiday by myself in the Philippines. I was doing some pretty outrageous things, traveling in like Manila and Cebu. I know I say it wrong. It's Cebu. Anyway, whatever. And um, yeah, I was jumping off cliffs and swimming and going to the beach and just holidaying. And everything was so cheap there. I think I had like five massages that came to less than like $60 as a total. Eat, pray, love and bargains, baby. Need. Literally. That's heaven on a stick. So we're going to start today's podcast off with something that I think everyone (laughs) will honestly be shooketh by. No. (laughs) Totally shooketh. So my, I never really, I'm one of those people that doesn't really count their period, which is the first step in going wrong with this. Okay, yes. And, but I'm pretty sure I'm late because I, uh, I had some like hormonal pimples. So I was like, oh yeah, great. I'm expecting my period. And I thought, oh, if I'm overseas, um, it'll definitely come because of the altitude of the plane will just, I don't know, push the blood out of me, right? And it didn't. And now I'm just getting a little scared. So I thought, all right, there's a platform where a few thousand people are listening to me. I'm going to do a pregnancy test on the podcast. This is how what we do for our listeners, ladies and gentlemen. We're doing this live for you. Yes. Come on, give it oh, up. Oh, this for is why I up, know. So honestly, everyone out there, I am currently sitting at the table with Kyle, our audio guy, Nick, M, and myself. We have an undone, pre- like a brand new pregnancy <laughs> test in the box here. In tap, the box. Tap, tap, tap. tap. <laughs> um, I am full of liquids. I'm gonna, Woo! I'm gonna go now whilst this is live. Well, mm. we'll pause it for the two to three minutes to expire, mm-hmm. and we're gonna come back with the results. I'm not gonna filter the outcome because no. I think that no. I'm a very open person, <laughs> yeah. yes. and it'll be a great way to. Uh, 
Fuck myself over online. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. And we and don't I, live in Alabama. We can get abortions here. Go, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. He said Alabama it. Alabama's popping up. Yeah. And if I am pregnant, we will call the baby daddy live online. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. I hope you aren't, but I also hope you do. <laughs> Every baby is a blessing, baby. Oh. Every baby is a blessing, baby. I'm kind of down for a new member of Podcast Gen. Yeah. I'm well, down. <laughs> Kylie's really made looking like a young mother. Yeah. Look pretty fly. Yeah. Oh yeah, Let's everyone's getting pregnant real. these days. I had a dream last night that I was pregnant. I woke up and I had a baby. I didn't have a baby and I was devastated. <laughs> no, like I want one, but don't. But I do. I know. Oh. I feel like I'm a baby, but let's go, guys. All right, I'm gonna go do a pregnancy test now, guys. We'll see you back in two to three minutes. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> All right, we're back, guys. But you wouldn't know because we've cut out that little time that we took to have a break. <laughs> I currently have the pregnancy test wrapped up in a tissue, so we can't see the results yet. Oh and God. it is so nerve wracking, oh right? God. It's um, it's live. Uh, we're in my spare room recording, <laughs> and it's actually fucked up that I'm doing this but I, i'm sorry to my family that are listening to this right now um can i have a drum roll please for the results oh my god okay 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 i'm so excited oh my god <laughs> guys i'm no 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 it's fucking positive no. oh my i'm fucked i'm actually fucked no wait, no no no, wait, no. no it's, oh it's actually positive no are you kidding me dude no it's it's, it's can positive I be dude are oh you my god! I'll help you raise it. Congratulations! I'm can't. not kidding. No, no, it's congratulations! Not congratulations. Yeah, I don't no, want it. We can raise it together, what? dude. I don't want it. Oh Wait. no! Well, should we call your first should rodeo? We, should we call the baby daddy? I think we should. That would actually be kind of. <gasps> oh my god! Iconic. Wait, Gaia. No, no, no. Tell us the truth. Are you genuinely pregnant? <gasps> oh my god, guys! Oh my god! Gaia, this is I'm so freaking scary. out. Wait. Jokes, guys. I'm not. Oh, oh my fucking <laughs> god. Yas Queen, we oh, got you. We got you. We got oh, you. Thank you, Jesus. And the Oscar goes thank too. Literally. Yes, <laughs> oh you God. are not the father. Yes, Maury. That, oh, that you was know, invigorating. I, I, I did it. I, I, I'm shook. I'm shook. I'm you, shook. I have a feeling that you thought I was being legit. I think you were genuinely being serious. Yeah, I was really excited. So I was like, skills? I'm finally going to be a godfather, B. Yeah, literally. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's better. It's better that you know. All right. Well, last week, the listeners really wanted to know a bit of context about who we are, how we've met and what we're currently doing with ourselves, you know, because it's all good to say like, oh, we're M, Nick and Gaia, but who are we? Mm. You know, yes. who are we? So, Nick, why don't you kick things off about how you met Emily? Because that's the original way that, wow. you know, our friendship kind of formed. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, how do, where do we even begin? I mean, this is a tale <laughs> as old as time. Tale as old as time. <laughs> True. And when I met you, I felt like I met a princess. I oh. really did. Like, ever since I met you, I'm like, wow, fairy tales do exist. Oh because gosh. you were a real life queen, a real life princess. And you yeah. changed my life. So, basically, oh. we met... Yeah, oh, we found love in a hopeless place. Oh, are you give me so many things that I just want to sing. Like, oh, here we go. It's like karaoke shuffle right here. The iPods are out. But um, no, we met at a little place we liked to call Jesus, Jesus Groove. Group. We met I, at Jesus Groove. I honestly so can't believe funny. that. When you guys told me, I thought you were joking because yeah. you were pissed drunk yeah. when you were like, oh, we met each other at Jesus Groove. I'm like, oh, that's funny. That's like, that was a really funny yeah. thing to say. No, I wish we were no. kidding, but we're not. 
I mean, I mean, it was great for the time. Oh, I mean, yeah. it suited us then because we really were saints back in the day. Yeah. We were very premature. We took a long time to blossom. It's true. We enjoyed standing hand in hand singing Kumbaya <laughs> and telling Jesus our secrets. Yeah. No, but we met at Jesus Group and... It's like the rest is history. Yeah. I mean, we've seen so many people come and go. Mm. I mean, we've we're, we're standing in the hall of fame. Like you could just go through the people that we've met, come across, and it's always been us. We've always stuck together. So yeah, yeah real shit lasts. It does. And I think you should tell us a little bit about how, who, what, when, and what the fuck about <laughs> you and Gaia. Well, <coughs> let me clear my throat for this one. So. As I'm sure many of the listeners also are the same, I have been a fan of Gaia's now for goodness me. Mm. Wow. I <laughs> who, told you, who told you about my Snapchat? It was a friend of mine oh. that I'm not friends with anymore. Yeah. Um, she was like, look at this girl. She's all out there. And I was like, I love that. I'm into it. Mm. So I followed you on Snapchat. Then there was Instagram. And I've always just been into it. I'm like, yep, I love the open. Even, you know, the disagreeing things. Like when I'm like, oh, shit, that's an interesting way to think of that. I'm like, I kind of dig it though because I find it really cool to hear other how other people sort of think about stuff but also your openness. It's so scary to put yourself out there yet you're just like, Ooh. here I am yes. and this is it. Like you like it or you don't. Like, yes. And that's what's always so interesting to me. Like if you don't like it, why do people listen? Exactly. But they yeah. can't help themselves because why wouldn't they want to hear what you're doing? You know, it's cool. So I actually hit up Gaia. I went through a pretty rough time and um, – I was just like, I need to be really courageous and fearless, put myself out there more mm. and just reach out to people, you know? And I reached out to Gaius from Instagram and I was like, hey, girl, now, you're probably not going to like me because I am Scorpio, but I <laughs> promise you I'm not a Scorpio. Yeah. Like, I promise you. And I would just love the chance to, like, hang out sometime because I feel like we'd get along really, really well. Like, I just felt something in my gut. And... I feel like I was really right. It was really lovely and we caught up for some drinks and I remember saying to her, I was like, damn, you're brave. I could have been a serial killer. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. But we went to a cute little cocktail bar and we, yeah, it was basically love at first sight. And, yeah. I, and I think it's crazy because I get quite a few people messaging me, like boys and girls saying like, oh, can we catch up? Can we catch up? And it's only maybe like 2% that I'll actually be in a good mood that day and respond to them yeah. legitimately. Yeah. So yeah. obviously the world was like, pushing us yes. together on a path because you know for your timing of like wanting someone and me feeling like oh why not like I want someone too yeah. and then we hung out and we, we realized that we had so many similarities that we're like both lefties we're both quite creative we yeah. both have a younger brother and we we found out all these things that we were just like oh okay you know like Emily's not a serial killer and Gaia's not a crazy bitch. And yeah, it was like beyond meant to be. It was beyond meant to be. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think it was actually really wonderful that you did and it was meant to be. It was meant to be. Yeah. I'm so happy that I did it. It felt like I had to. The universe pulled us together. Yeah. yeah, and then for us, we all went out one night and I loved Nick. Like I met Nick and I was like, well, I want him to be my friend. Like oh. all, all of my friends the night that we went out were in love with Nick. And yeah, I was like, everyone he's, is. he's stealing my friends. And he's not that best. I have that many of them, but they're now all friends with him. <laughs> and um, so then we were having dinner at my place one night and we decided, fuck, we're all so entertaining and we're all so different. Like yeah. I'm – 
I'm that, you know. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, we yeah. are. Admit it, admit yeah, it. Yeah, you know, no, like I'm good. I'm that, you know, I guess you could sum me up as like a 23-year-old stripper with two dogs who lives by herself and says what she wants and doesn't really give a fuck what people think. And I wear like trackies and Crocs to like fancy dinners or I'll wear like a really expensive dress to like a pub and mm. I'm, I'm, I'm a walking contradiction. Wow. And, and I think that we're all so different and we all add a different thing yeah. to the podcast. Like Nick, what would you say you add to the podcast? Well, I definitely add a sense of, I don't know, I kind of relate to everybody and I feel like there's a little bit of everybody inside of me. There's like, when I look into people's eyes, I really do see a reflection of myself and people. And, you know, I definitely think about life at a deeper level. Yeah. You know, I would have to say so that. So like that empathetic? Would you empathetic, say that? I guess. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I would say that I've I never really looked at people as much of who they are or what they look like, but about like what they, like what energy they have. So when I met you, I... I was like, this girl is a force and mm. she's a force to be reckoned with. And Thank what you. kind of got me obsessed with you, Gaia, is when we were together, I met a girl that was so open and so out there. And for the last couple of years of my life where I've been out in my journey, I've been so introspective. I've been isolated. I've been alone. I've taken my like Ever since I left high school, what kind of happened was I didn't want to follow the pack. I saw everybody marching in one direction. I said, guys... I'm going to march in another one. Mm. And it was and it was a lonely path. It really was. But I needed to take some time out to find myself. I needed to take some time out for everything to process because my teenagehood was so, like, turbulent. And I feel like I've come to this point now, stepping into adulthood, where I feel really proud of the person that I've become. And also, I'd be really proud to be here with two other people I'm really proud as human beings to be around and... But enough about me, ladies, because you know I could be here till tomorrow, um, till <laughs> Christmas time. Emily, where are you at? What's the tea? <laughs> so it's hard to kind of draw upon, you know, something applicable to say, but I've just always wanted to entertain and make people smile, make people happy, help them. I'm very maternal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very much, I take on the mum role. You really do. You I was really literally going to say that. I was literally going to say, like, yeah. if you are feeling like you want some motherly advice, M's your girl. M's your girl. <laughs> because I'm going to give you that bitch advice that you don't want to hear. <laughs> yeah. And I'm probably going to co-sign whatever you think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think it's very much an exciting endeavour to be doing and I just really am passionate about helping others through things that I've been through because oh. I've, I've, I've had a lot happen to me and some of it's pretty, pretty scary to talk about but I think it's time and I think I actually have a platform and also things that have happened to me that I could really help not just society but other women and other people yeah. with things that, I, that I've gone through and things that are a part of me. Yeah. So, so yeah. we had a lot of questions last week around friends and, you know, fake friends and questions surrounding friendships. And, and I think because, you know, I'm in a new relationship of friends with you guys and I like I really struggle to maintain long-term friends. Yeah. So I think this week we're going to answer some of our viewer questions around friendships and how to maintain healthy friendships. Mm. Um, so let me ask the first one is how can you see flaws in your friendships? Mm. Like what are some like key things that you can see in friendships where you know like, okay, this isn't going to be healthy? Yeah. You know? When people are... When you're giving, 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 and they're taking, 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 and okay. there's no giving and taking. Yeah. Okay. Like it's very much a one-way 
friendship in a sense. Yeah. So they're kind of sucking the energy and everything from you and you're not getting much in return. I've been in one or two of those. Me you too. Know? Yeah, so for instance, I had a friend and I'm very indecisive, right? So if you said, oh, I feel like Thai food, I'd be like, great, because I honestly didn't know what I feel like and I kind of wouldn't mind Thai food. <laughs> so I had this friend that every time we would go out, she would know where she wanted to go. And I loved that because I love people being decisive yes, for me because me I don't too. need to make a decision. But every time we'd get somewhere, we'd be there for like five minutes and I would have been in like a good mood or I would have like been chatting up a guy and she'll be like, we got to go. And I'm oh, like, I'm like, okay, no. yeah, but the first time oh, it happened, no. the, the first time it happened, I was like, okay, yeah, no problem. But every night, every Saturday night, we would go out. This girl would literally be like, no, I'm bored. Let's go. We need to go somewhere else. No, oh, this isn't doing it for me. We got to go. And it's like, babe, but you're not giving it. You're not, not getting. Giving it she a was chance. a Sagittarius, and that's a big Sagittarius move, right? To like constantly <laughs> want to move around. It's Sagittarius to be a wet sock. <laughs> literally, <laughs> but and and it wasn't until you know I I went away on a holiday with her that I realized, okay, this girl is so just about herself and not seeing mm. you know what someone else is going through, and the way that I knew. Because my grandpa always used to say to me, he's like, put someone through a test um, to show their real colours. So mm. we were at um, we were in Thailand and we had just spent the day of her going, I want to go to this beach. I want to go to that beach. I want to do this. I want to do that. And I was very much, you know, okay, well, whatever, that's fine. I don't really mind. We can do whatever you want to do. So we're in the pool and we had just bought inflatable um, toys. And she said, I'm going to go get my toy inflated. And I was like, oh, yeah, awesome. Do you mind just filling... Fill, um, blowing up mine whilst you're there. Surely if you're going to do one, you can do both. Mm -hmm. Anyway, she comes back with only her one inflated. And I was like, oh, babe, why why didn't you inflate my one? Mind you, the whole trip had been her, like, I want to do this, I want to do that. It was always her way or the highway. Wow. So she comes back with just her toy. And I'm like, babe, why did you not... Uh, inflate my toy and she's like oh well mine took too long to do so I didn't want to wait for yours and I said yeah I specifically asked you to go inflate my toy because it was a test because I was testing you to see if you valued me I, yeah. I love that yeah That's, so it's a test and it, it was it was a five, game over it was a five minute test and did I, you tell her that oh story? yeah oh I yeah love that. and I, I said that. babe this is exactly what my grandpa said to me <laughs> I put you through a little friendship hurdle and you fucking knocked it. that you knocked that hurdle over you I mean, didn't that's it. amazing, Gaia. Yeah. yeah. So Everybody go out, prepare a test. Yeah. Test your friends. Just a little minor thing. Like, oh, babe, do you mind if you mm. lend me $5? If they say, no, horrible friend. Wow. You know? Um, <laughs> but the, what I did, and this is the thing that I get, I get quite angry quickly, and I think I lashed out at her. I said, you know, yeah. oh, this whole holiday has been about you. You're such a fucking this. You're such a fucking that. And I just, I unleashed that whole two weeks of emotion on her at once. It will happen. That it will happen. Happens. And yes. but that is that is where I go wrong. And well, I know that it I, I Gaia goes from zero to a hundred in point one seconds. Uh -huh. Yeah, you that know? is like a key thing for people to know in friendships, relationships, anything is to not allow resentment uh -huh. like that to build up. Mm. And that yeah. is something I have learned and I really take on board. Like if I'm in any way I've said this to Nick and I've said this to Gaia and also friends of mine. If for any reason all of a sudden I'm starting to annoy you in a slight way or you're finding that something I'm doing isn't right, you know, not making you feel good, bring it up. Yeah, you don't leave it. it. Yeah, just tell me. like, And I yeah. will respond with it with complete maturity and I'll be so fine. I'll be like, dang, I'm so glad you said that. All yeah. good. I'll improve on that. 
Yeah. You know, because yeah. then, then you're not building up resentment. You're not going to blow up like that. Exactly. And it actually makes your friendships so much stronger and yeah. your relationships. If you're in a couple, if you can say and you can have that kind of, oh, when you can have that connection. Yeah. You're so someone, mature. That is so it. mature. Oh, thank it you. Is. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. But yeah, I think that's actually really. Yeah, that yeah. you're actually showing exactly how that can happen. Yeah. yeah. My definition of a friend is somebody that doesn't drop a pile of problems at your doorstep. Mm. My definition of a friend is somebody that only contributes positively to your life. My definition of a friend is someone that knows that I've got my breath, you've got yours, I don't need to carry you and you definitely don't need to carry me. This is a two-way street and there is going to be balance and there is going to be a reciprocation a give and a take um to me friends have been the joys of my life i've never been in a relationship before so my friendships have been like my only relationship you do give yourself oh, completely to your i feel like i'm married to my friends yeah. guys and i think about you at night i think about you in the shower in the most <laughs> in the most platonic way i really do i don't just drop a fr- i don't i can't Right, and this is something. Let's go to church. I cannot stand (laughs) when somebody treats you like a toy from Toys R Us. They Mm. take you off the shelf. They you get in. They get entertained by you for a little while. Then they put you back on the shelf where they found you, and then they fuck off. No way. I am not a drive-through friend. I am a twenty-four hour resort for my friends. It's not Mm -hmm. a drive-through. It's not a fast friendship. You know, it's not fast food friendship that's something that just irks me and i start to stutter and i start to spit when i talk about it god it sends me crazy but um yeah friendship is all about giving your best self to others to make yourself feel even greater like that's to me that's so beautiful thank you and it's totally okay to always you know like nick and i have helped each other through so much and you know you are able to bring your problems your troubles to your friends your friends supposed to be there for you no matter what and it's really quite sad when you've been there for your friends again and again and again and again and then all of a sudden they can't be there for you and that's something that has happened to me yeah i was going through the toughest time in my life and i lost a lot of friends yeah because they couldn't handle and as i said i'm very maternal so i've always been the mother of the group i've always been the mum, the one that wants to love support uplift and give opportunities and then you know you expect that back from your friends and when you don't get that that's a key sign that you know, you might need to move on because you need people to be there for you in those times. You do. You deserve people. You deserve voices, ears and hearts. So yeah. I was with a friend today and I was talking about how we were going to talk about friends on this podcast. Mm. And I said, I'm going to come up with an analogy for friendship. And the best analogy that I came up with was that friends are like shoes. You know, you have your nice pair of stilettos that you want to wear on a night out. But up until 3 a.m., they'll be annoying and they'll start to cause you blisters. But you're not gonna <laughs> wear st- you're not gonna wear stilettos nine till five. You've got shoes that you wear to work. They're uh-huh. your work friends. Mm-hmm. You've got your runners, you've got your gym friends, you've got your comfy shoes that you wear all the time when you're comfortable. Uh-huh. You've got your designer shoes, which is your friends that like to do bougie things. Yeah. But in other words, friends are taking 
taking you on these journeys and sometimes you wear out your shoes and yeah, sometimes you damn. grow and sometimes you grow damn. out of your shoes and sometimes the shoe isn't going to fit you you know wow. so you may try a pair of shoes on but it's not going to be the, the pair that's going to suit you you know I so love it. I, I think look at your look at your friends right now think in your head which ones are your designer stiletto pairs like, uh-huh. which one are your you know you guys are my work friends so you're yeah. like my hard yak of boots like I, yeah. I, I, I rise <laughs> I and grind that. with you guys yeah. but you're also very comfortable though um and, and definitely I, my Ugg boots, guys. I love yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> You'd, we'd be your Crocs. I'm, wear, I'm wearing my Crocs. Yeah. yeah. I do love how we can come in and do these podcasts and we're actually in literal pajamas. We've got wine or we have some snacks and we just have the each best. other and we're just comfortable. Exactly. Best. Kyle's been trying to crack a beer open, so I'm just yeah, going to let no, him yeah, go, Kyle. <laughs> Whenever that's around, I'm never going to turn that down. Yeah, you're you're so right about the shoes. And I think the shoes are a great metaphor for the roles that mm. people play in your God, lives. I love your metaphors. I was you saying know, it last wow. week when I I thought you were talking about textures, oh, yes. but you were saying like bad textures with like mobiles and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like, here she goes again with another metaphor, but I was wrong. But that one then Thank was you. amazing. Yes. I love that. It's like a box of chocolates, babe. People no, are going to listen no. and they'll be like, dang, I'm going to yeah. live my life like that. Yeah. They're going to leave the house like, what shoes which do I have on? Do you remember that show when we were kids and it was like, which shoes will I wear today? And it was this girl called Frankie or something like Frankie that. Shoes. Frankie shoes. <laughs> and it was the best. Shout out to Frankie. Shout, Shout out, out to Frankie. And like, which where were my feet take me today? Was that what it was? Yes. Oh my god. Frankie shoes was literally about friends. That that's was what I. Wow. That's all I'm we got from actually now. like that was a beautiful moment. One hundred percent. And I think and I think back with the question, you know, it's you know to spot, you know, what would you say flaws or would you holes say in what the shoes? holes in the, holes shoes, in the shoes? Literally. When the uh, shoe doesn't fit. Yeah. That was a really good way to put that. Uh, yeah, like a huge indicator of that is the person not having a purpose for themselves in your life. They're not serving a role. They're not giving you anything for you to ha- take a hold of, you know? Mm, Would you yeah. guys agree that like every person in your life plays a role? Whether it's that's subconscious or subconsciously, everybody gets something out of another person. It's all transactional, whether it be energetically or emotionally. Oh, so what are you getting life out of the other person? Yeah. Exactly, because they're getting the best of you. Now, if you value yourself, you understand how big of a gift that is your, that you're giving to others, which is your time, your presence and your emotions. Now, if you're feeling empty and withdrawn after you see somebody, Maybe they're not right for you. They're not yes. serving a purpose and they don't have a role in your life genuinely. That is a powerful thing. So yeah, find the role. So I'm going to get quite emotional now. I, I have had some insecurities, insecurities around friendships. I never had healthy friendships in primary school or high school. But there's one friend that I do have and I'm, I'm going to shout her out actually because I actually love her, Katerina. Yeah. Go Katerina. Katerina. Um, I've, I've known her since Greek school. So since like prep wow. and we went to the same primary school but we didn't go to the same high school. And although we we saw each other until year 10, every Saturday afternoon for four hours, we still kept in contact. And it's one of those friendships, and I see these memes all the time. You don't talk all the time, but oh. every time you answer their call, it's like you never stop talking. Uh-huh. Yeah, And that is the way I feel with her. And and it, honestly, it's one of those friendships where I when I did find out I was pregnant and when I was going through a really tough breakup, mm. she would call 
call me because she'd see me like crying my emotions on the internet and she would call me and be like I'm gonna be at your house in five minutes she wouldn't even ask can I come over she'd say I'm driving over yeah, to your like house that. I'm going to be there Fucking and then and then yeah. I remember when she was having um, some insecurities around her skin I booked I didn't even ask her I was like you have an, uh, an appointment tomorrow at Liberty Bell Skincare <gasps> because you were there for me when I really needed you and, oh. and now I'm gonna be there for no, you no that's so cute oh. I've never seen you cry in real life and like it's one of those friendships where like even though we don't talk all the time we may like slide into each other's dms on instagram i just know that she always has my back 100 and i'll always have katarina we love you yeah this is what friendship is friends are our backbones they're our saving angels yeah um and and i think that's what you know a real friend is is that you know someone that you don't have to talk to all the time but you know that like when you need them to be there you don't even have to yes. ask for them to be there they will be there yeah. yes. and they will like support you and 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 everyone's always like hey how can you never maintain healthy friendships well there you go i do i do have friends yes, yes. and um yeah yes. so uh, yeah our next topic was actually going into our security you know our insecurities around friendship so yeah. i'm gonna pass it on to you guys whilst i clear yeah. up my yeah you take sure. up breather uh, right up right yeah breather. so how do you guys like do you have any fears when you come oh, into yes. new friends or or oh, do you 100%. not open up as like you take the floor <laughs> 100 yeah. percent. i would say that i've you know for the most part become more of like a closed up person you know with letting new people into my life because i do think that this th- okay so i've got i've got a kind of like a topic to bring up like inside of this question but it's kind of a separate issue do you guys agree with me when I say that it's hard and I and I can understand where you come from with your the issues that you've had with friends? Because as I've said, I get really close really quick with friends and they become like a part of my family, a part of my – I feel like I'm partnered with them. You know, I, I see the rest of our lives together. But it's too easy for friends to betray you. Think about it. They're not your boyfriend. They don't need – they've got no accountability. You know, yeah. they don't have a title. They're not your family. Blood is never thicker than water. You know, yeah, that, that sort of thing. Friends can come and friends can really fucking go. And I've dealt with that through my life yeah. where you can genuinely know somebody that treats you one way one day. You wake up the next morning and they're completely different yeah. and you're completely mm-hmm. blindsided. So I would say that's my biggest insecurity in friendship is the fact that they can always leave you and there's not much holding them back from doing yeah, that. But I'm far out. My hard. biggest struggle as well is also when you realise you have to leave a friend because yes. we've, we've all got those friends that we used to go clubbing with uh-huh. and maybe we did drugs with uh-huh. or, or we, we were promiscuous with or, uh-huh. or we did all these crazy things with yeah. them and then you reach a point in your life where you're like, I'm growing to be a bigger, better person but they're staying stagnant yes. so how do i advance but also not let them down you know like how do i let these people know i'm going places and you're not so bye-bye mm, yeah you know but i'm going to do it in a way that's not going to ruin you or hurt you or yeah because you don't want friends that are going to sabotage your success and sabotage your happiness because every weekend they want to go out oh, and every weekend God. you know they're going to come and cry and 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 put all this emotional stress on you you want a friend oh, that's like a goodness oh my goodness em um, do you know a thing or two about that or no but oh. no nah, we're not putting anybody on blast in this no, podcast no. this is what every single female male in australia in our age category deals with we're not talking about anyone in particular 
Taylor. Do not personalize this to yourself. Yeah, do not flatter yourself. Yeah, no. <laughs> wow, we're getting heated on this podcast yeah. tonight, no, but it's true. This is the insecurity. Because I have yeah. so much insecurities when it comes to friendships. Wow. So much. I was bullied all of primary school, mm. majority of high school. Everywhere I go, it's like I wear a fucking tattoo on my head that says, bully me. <laughs> fuck me over. It literally fuck me over. <laughs> fuck I me that. over. Why, though? <sighs> because you're going to become famous and that's yeah. content for your autobiography. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I'm like, if you want to be mean to me, then fuck you, yeah, I'm going to capitalise on it from now on. Because, oh, mm, oh. and we're helping other people in the meantime. Yeah. But Emily, I've got to say, before you get into your response to this question, um, we're speaking to the friendship fairy here, peoples. Miss Emily, when you walk into a room, you can't help but make 12 new friends. I mean, you leave with a whole new roster of numbers in your back pocket. <laughs> like, people do drip yes. over you, which we love, which we love. We love. <laughs> But how do you deal with that? Because at the same time, I know you've had bad experiences with friendships, but everyone fucking loves you, bitch. Okay. You walk into a room and everybody's damn smiling from me to Igwa, so how about me? Oh, God bless you. No, look, I love people. I love making people happy, and it's amazing when people share that light with me, definitely. Um, I've definitely always been like had such an open heart and have always had so much love to give so that when people were mean to me, I was always like, what the, like, yeah. what have I done? <laughs> but it's just because I've, I've, I was an easy target, I guess. And I'm always, I am too nice. Oh, don't justify, don't justify no, those never. kids are little shits. No. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, like it's, no. yeah. And it's, um, fuck it's actually kids. really funny. This yeah. is a bit of a thing. I actually went on a date with the guy that would bash me up in school. <gasps> Let's talk about it. This is Did juicy. he have a little dick? Like, Dude, little I didn't go syndrome? that far. I wasn't going to let him be that lucky. <laughs> I would have just felt a cop to feel and be like, mm, that's why you bullied me. Yes. Oh. Nothing's oh changed gosh. since the second grade, uh-huh. obviously. So I yeah. actually really, really, really struggled with that for a long time because, you know, I would still see him for a reason and like there was connections that would you know we'd sort of end up crossing paths and it would still trigger me like years and years and years later and after my last breakup you know I downloaded Bumble Uh (laughs) and he popped up and I was like wow this actually might be a really huge closure for me big time and I thought I'll go on a you know I'll just suss it out and he you know, was down and to catch up. So we ended up hanging out and had a great time and it was really healing Mm. and it was actually really helpful, I think, to overcome it. And he's a very different person now. And I it's just allowed me to kind of put that to rest. But did he apologize? Yeah. I want I want to know because I have a girlfriend that I was very mean to throughout some years in primary school because I'm, I'm going to say it, even though there's no excuse, but it, I'm going to say that it was the result of my parents' divorce. Mm-hmm. And, wow. and I think it's because my primary school teacher at the time said to me, you've, you've got to be friends with her. She's the new girl. You've got to. And, and the fact that she told me I had to, it's like, well, I don't want to do what you tell me to do. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I made a, a few years of primary school quite difficult for her. But now we're friends on Insta and we talk to each other and we've seen each other since. And wow. I apologized. That's and, amazing. Wow. And, and, and when we've now moved past it. And I said, look, like I was a fucking idiot. It and I'm very sorry for anything that I put you through. But now, now we DM each other on Instagram. We're all sweet. We're That's like, fantastic. Yeah. That actually so would have meant so much to her. There's wow. one girl. There was two people in particular in primary school that were really mean to me. And there's one, and it's still. I gave, ended up giving her a hug one night when I was at a club, and, and that was huge for me because mm. my whole life I've always carried the pain of like how scary this girl and how mean she was. I'm like, this is primary school. Yeah. Kids are fucked. Dude. Yeah. Like I, we were like, sinister from whoa. the youngest of ages. If I really went 
through the vault of what we did in primary school. Let's just say we made our grade five teacher, Miss Arita Fitzgerald, cry. No. Out of the classroom, oh we were that bad to each other. She was like, "I can't handle this." Yeah, Dude, I can't. We once threw a peg at the fan and it hit the teacher in the ah. eye. <laughs> like ah, it was wow. evil. Ah. Yeah, look, ah. that is huge by you, Gaia, to do that. And he did apologize. He actually was like, "I was a naughty, naughty, naughty kid." Once Good for I him. left primary Good school, for him. he was like, "I grew up a lot," and I was like, "That's yeah. awesome." Whatever and makes it, you sleep at night, Tessa. Yeah. We don't yeah. forget about what you did to our Emily in grade two. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll never forget. But I'm also like, thank God that I have that as well under my belt I learned a lot from it it, yeah. me, it helped me toughen up a lot um, yeah. yeah and yeah but insecurities with friendships will flip it right back <laughs> yeah um, but like people have insecurities with um, in you know with men or women in relationships because mm. things that have happened to them it's the same with friends I have massive trust issues I had a fucking nightmare the other night guys that you two hated <laughs> me and wanted to kick me off the podcast <laughs> because you were like you're fucking crazy because like I just have so many oh, fears yeah, inside oh, of me yeah. and I are going to find you the crazy oh, yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Between True. two Geminis, you're just the <laughs> damn monster guy. You're yeah, the monster. Yeah, it's scary. Like, my insecurities, like, I literally, like, I will meet someone now and I'm like, how are they going to fuck me over? Yeah. Like, I'm, like, oh, terrified. terrible. Do you know, it's, I open so up, I so open up to relationships, like, boyfriend relationships, so much quicker than I do with friendships because mm. friendships are the people that are there when you break up with yes. the boys. Yeah. You know, they're there for all the the shitty like period talk and poo talk and all the ugly <laughs> selfies they're not yeah. there for yeah okay your boyfriend can be that too but you know your friends are the people that you get gross with and yeah. and and for me that's like another level of of intimate and yeah. it's like this whole other door that i have to open and i'm and this is where i get a bit closed off you know girls will come up to me at nightclubs and i'm very like you only want me for a photo and then you're gonna fuck off oh. and, and i don't and i don't want to give any of my life to you because i don't trust you. Yeah, and, and that's a big thing. I don't, I don't trust my friends. Yeah. Well, like as in, I don't trust new friends. Yeah, and I think it's actually incredibly powerful for listeners to know as well. Like we didn't just uh, go, let's just do this. We actually created an incredible base of friendship and trust. I know, and I feel like I can yeah. actually tell you both anything and trust you. Well, yeah, and like yeah. I, you've become like a sister to me, and Nick, you are literally my soulmate, mm-hmm. and Kyle as well. Adore you, and it's just Adore. we love Kyle. We do we love, love Kyle. You, Kyle. Thanks, guys. It's a a beautiful energy that we have set for ourselves. And I do love that when things will come up where we might disagree, because there's going to be times, you know, I've, I've, as I've said, I've watched Gaia on her stories and I'd be like, "Mm, I don't know what I think about that one, but I wouldn't ever hate on her for it. I was just kind of like, that's really interesting that she thinks of it that way. And same with you, you you know, Nick, you'll bring up things and I'll be like, interesting. And yeah, I mean, it's a great, great environment, and I just want you to know, Gaia. I plan to be friends with you forever, ever, yes. and I have ever. your back, and bitches. Seriously, uh-huh. and that's it. Like that's the truth. My mom's already said you are a part of our family. Now. Yeah, like you're genuinely a part of us now. And there's no way, Seriously. like we are not those kind I of think, people. Nick and yeah. I have been fucked over enough, and so have Ooh. you. That yeah. at this point, it's like I got you. I do. I do want to bring one last thing up about friendships, though. Yeah. It's just to remember that your friends are not going to be the ones to hold you a bed at night. The the your friends are not going to be the ones to pay your bills at the end of the month. They're not the ones that are going to help you get a promotion at work. Nor are they going to help you, uh, you know, pay. You know, you know, you know what I mean. Like you, yeah. I, if I could give any advice to my thirteen year old self is Nick relax your friends love you you don't need to perform you don't need to go above and beyond to try and prove to everybody how loyal you are all the time you just need to be yourself people will love you for you Mm. and don't put 
your value in other people's hands to, uh, you know, come yeah, up. Your with time you know. is valuable. Your time is your time yes. is valuable. So only give it to people who deserve it. Yeah, I wish I I wish I told myself. That. Yeah, your <laughs> energy is precious. Gaia <laughs> quote of twenty nineteen. <laughs> Alrighty, here we go for another really fun little chat. Mm. So we're all gonna mm. share a little story time about how we've let sometimes let our friends get away with a little bit too much and yeah. how much do we actually let our friends get away with? Last week on the podcast, I did discuss some stuff. Um, I've been really, 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 really badly hurt by some people mm-hmm. and I'm sorry, but, you know, I had some people reach out and say, "I'm you, you know, you're supposed to be preaching positivity. Maybe you shouldn't really be saying those things. And it's like, where were you? when those people were treating me like dirt under their shoes. Wow. Where were you? Here what? you are now, cool, great, but you were never there for me when those people were being horrible to me. Yeah. So don't tell me that I can't say what I want to say on this podcast when there's people out there that want to hear what we have to say, yes. that want to be ha- able to look out for people that have fucked us over, yes. yeah. that want to be able to also relate. You're all going through stuff like this too and I am here to present to you how people have fucked me over, how I overcame it. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but don't fuck me over if you don't want me to be capitalised on it. Sorry, I just... But, but, yeah, yeah. but don't, don't, let, don't fuck me over. Yeah, no, that's literally don't the spiral that M my over. mind goes yeah. into. Just don't fuck M over. <laughs> don't fuck people over regardless. Yes. You know, it, it's, it's really funny with the double standard that people will put on themselves and then expect you to act in a completely different way. But no, we did receive this awesome question, how much do you let your friends get away? with and that is a really deep 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 question but I've got a bit of a story that kind of matches up with this one so I went through my high school years best friends with an individual and he and I got along we were like fire and ice we were a real dynamic duo and I do at this point where I've reconciled with you know our differences and we've completely moved on have a lot of love and appreciation and gratitude for the years that he gave me the time that we spent together because we really needed each other at that time through high school. I mean, we were both in the den, you know, at the high school that we were in. So we really latched onto each other. We were kind of each other's anchors of support, you know. Mm. And so he finished my sentences. I finished his sentences. He came over to my house every single weekend we'd have sleepovers every single weekend it was the full monty and i'd always dreamed about having a best friend like him i really did but there was a shift and i felt it i felt the shift where in my stomach i knew you're just you just don't like me anymore you actually hate me i'm actually your enemy and it went on and it persisted for so long so if we bring up this idea of how much do we let our friends get away with i was letting people get away with murder for so long (laughs) i really was and i knew that this bloke didn't love me and it kind of peaked up to this point not loved me but just didn't like me as a friend we were always just friends trust me i was a very innocent you know kind of youngster i didn't really think of that stuff you know back then but um basically it got to the point where we were having a sleepover at my place and i'm like you know what i'm just gonna crack open break the code like nancy drew little investigator and look through his ipad and look through his messages and lo and behold every suspicion that i've had for months 
friends that have been turned against me, energy shifts from oh. people around me, rumors being spread, lies, not knowing that the root of all of that negativity was coming from the person I was calling my best friend. Oh. Now, guys, that is just as a human being what we will go through. And, and and we're gonna have those experiences of being really shocked and let down. Mm. Trust and believe. I woke him up in his dead ass sleep. <laughs> I held that iPad in the air like Mufasa from The Lion King, honey. <laughs> I've got that tea, ba ba ba. You're exposed. Um, he was exposed on that evening, honey. Yes, yes, yes. And um, and you know what? He really broke down in that moment, and the truth came out. And I've never been the same since and I've really I, I've been fucked over one other time since but I think that's another story for another day well, but it just it just really showed me how, the limit that you have to have on your friendships and the standards you put on them mm. as well so I had this girlfriend and I wouldn't say we were best friends you know it was that friend literally that I, I'm talking about stiletto friend right we would go out clubbing together and we'd hang out to purely just go out have fun whatever and around the same time um, it was after high school and this is when my Snapchat started to kick off. So I had a few thousand people watching my Snapchat stories. You know, people knew where I was. I was getting recognised, whatever. Mm. And and all of a sudden, I had my brother's girlfriend send me a screenshot of a Facebook page. And this is a One Direction fangirl page, right? And it's where this girl, who I don't know, messaged on the page saying, has anyone heard of Gayette? Mm. And so my friend that I went clubbing with, right, unbeknownst to me, was commenting saying, oh, yeah, she's this social climber that oh. I went to school with. Oh. Um, and, you know, she was just throwing me under the bus. What, what, what else was she saying? She was like, yeah, she's a drama queen and feeds off the attention of others, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like... Not oh oh, not even two months ago, I welcomed you into my house and we were having pre-drinks to go for a night out. Even if you don't like me, you, I do not deserve that level of respect. That's it. I welcome you into my house with open arms and you go and disrespect me like Just that, wow. you ungrateful cow. Yeah. Like, and, I, and I named and shamed her online, on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. I said, this is a... And I even uploaded the photos of us clubbing in my house and then said, what kind of friend? What kind of friend yeah. does this? Yeah. What kind of human does this? No, no one. And we hadn't had a fight. I hadn't done anything evil to her. It's because she knew me and she wanted to get her two cents in mm. about thinking she knows who I am. Yeah, 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 yeah is an attention yeah. seeker. Yeah, yeah, yeah is an a so, a show, so, a social climber. Yeah, she's a drama queen. Yeah, she's all of these things. But she also welcomed me into her house <laughs> to go clubbing. Like, that's the part that she left out. Yeah, that is that's the, part the part that she that left, she left out. out. And, and and that's actually how I ended another friendship, right? So I... Um, um, a few years later, I became a stripper and it wasn't really something that I was so public with on Instagram like I am now, but I was still open about it. Like I mm. wouldn't deny it if anyone asked me, what do you do as a job? I would say I'm a stripper. Of but course. my friend who was literally living in my house because she didn't have a place to sleep. Here my mum was making her dinner. She's homeless. I, li I literally, oh, when, she, when she got her first house, I helped her pay for her bond. Oh, like Jesus. I'm talking, I went out of my way to treat this girl like she was my blonde little sister. Oh. Like I did so much for her. And I get a message from my high school boyfriend's 
boy, my high school boyfriend's best friend's girlfriend. So wow. a girl, a girl, a girl yeah. that I knew, right? And and this girl would have no reason to start drama with someone that she doesn't know. Well, proves yeah. that you can't and get away with anything. Literally, everyone knows and everyone. And she said yeah. to me, Gayer, I overheard your friend at the Monash Library oh. talking to a bunch of girls, throwing you under the bus. Oh. I live, uh, yeah, I see Gayer argue with her mom. This is what she does for work. Oh yada yada yada. Gosh. And it's like. I'm giving you food and a place to live and this is the level of disrespect yes, I am yeah, receiving. Well, yeah. You are talking to get clout at university <laughs> about someone who clout. is giving you a reason to live. Wow. No wonder the world has given you such a bad hand because yeah. you're a cow. Yeah. And, I, and I literally said to her, I was like, why would you do this? Yeah. yeah. Like what? Wh- who on this planet made you a pig? Yeah. yeah. And sorry yeah. for anyone that's going to be like, why are you saying that about people? No. No, you need to hear this. Yeah. Don't do this shit. Let, Be no. a good person. Thank you. Have respect. Like, Stand for something like or fall for anything. Enough. Though. Fair enough if I had fucked her boyfriend or I had Fair done enough. something yeah, like, evil. Yeah. But if you are talking about your friend in a bad way yeah. to get recognition for yourself, it just proves that you are a, a, yes. an, a G-grade human. But Gaia, you know? yeah. Gaia, I do have something to respond to what you just said because it was so insightful. Honestly, I think that a great lesson we can walk away from this conversation with is when you've got a friend, it doesn't matter how good you treat them. It doesn't matter if you scrape them from the bottom of the barrel and lift them up to the highest mountain peak. It doesn't matter if you go above and beyond and change this person's life like we were discussing last episode, Emily, mm. like you've done with friends in the past. There is no guarantee that they'll return those favours. Yeah. There is no guarantee. So when we get into the conversation of how much we should let our friends get away with, don't let them get away with shit. Yeah. Because People you are, are a, you're a gift. Mm. And I think we're reaching a point in 2019 where we need to start being loyal to ourselves first. But Come on, guys, let's honour ourselves. It yes. also comes with how you were raised. Like, I literally yeah. come from a yes. family and you can see it with how people are raised when they enter yeah. your house. Yes. My, my grandma always said... Never go to someone's house without bearing gifts. And my mum always Beautiful. used to say, never go to someone's house without offering to do the dishes. Yeah. And it's just these little things that I would have sleepovers in primary school and be like, excuse me, can I help you do the dishes? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's the way my, my yeah. family Same. like embedded these morals into me. <laughs> yeah. And some of these people just fucking need to go online and Google, how do I become a better yeah. person because yeah. my family didn't teach me how. <laughs> it was like if a friend came over to my house and they left without saying, thank you for having me to my parents, I knew they were never coming oh, over no. again. <laughs> I was like, my mom's going to be like, she wasn't very nice. Yeah, yeah, she? yeah, yeah. I'd be yeah. like, well, they're never coming over again. Yeah, no, it's a no from <laughs> us. There's yeah. a reason why parents like me more than like my friends and boyfriends yeah, like me. me because too. I'm respectful. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. more like, that. that's a huge thing for each of us. We're very respectful and we oh. were raised with beautiful manners. So oh. we'll go over to people's houses and we're BFFs with the parents as well. Oh, yeah, like when I bat, meet a boy's the parents, bat. they're like, oh, wife her. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Oh well, going gosh. off boyfriends and wifing them, um, who here can say that they can be friends with their boy, their ex-boyfriends? I think this will be really interesting. I think we're all going to have very different uh, Yeah, because I'm on a definite side of the fence with all this right. one, guys. So I'll, I'll kick things said. off. I have maybe like... Five relationships that have lasted more than two or three months. So let's call that like a semi-serious relationship for me, considering mm-hmm. my longest relationship was nine months. Yeah. And <laughs> and I can say successfully, I can only be friends with one of those people. And mm. I don't know whether it's because that was the one that I broke up with. I broke up with the other ones too, but they're still like a bit salty. But this this um, 
X and I are legitimate friends. And, oh. I, and I said to him, we cannot be friends until you do not have feelings for me. Until you look at me and say, I don't care about who she's having sex with, mm. then we can be friends. But if you are thinking about, oh, my ex-girlfriend's sleeping with this guy, it's emotionally affecting me, then you cannot be friends. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry to say it, but if you still look at this person like I love them, yeah. you can't be friends. Like unless yeah. you love them like a friend because I still love this ex-boyfriend like a friend. Yeah. Um, but... That is, that's literally the only, only ex I can be friends with because mm. the other ones are just, maybe because we don't talk now and we have no reason to speak to each other, but yeah. yeah. So uh, for me, it can happen. I love that. That's awesome. So, so mature as well. And it's hard to do. I would love to be best friends and just friends again with my exes yeah. because all my relationships have started off on amazing friendship. Mm. And my first relationship, which was three years during high school, I miss him so much and not in a romantic way, just like we were best mates. Oh, I, You know, we went through so much together and he's actually dating a girl that I was good friends with in high school and, and I'm not mad about it. It's fine because I don't feel anything towards him. Mm. You know, and, and I do wish sometimes that I could reach out and be like, hey, mm. But, it's, yeah, it's not going to work, I think, unfortunately. And then my, my last relationship, I've been in two serious relationships. I've dated lots of guys and boys that I've slept with have actually become really good friends with. It's quite mm. funny. There's a lot of boys that I'm actually really good friends with that I can talk to and yes. hit up, which is awesome because some guys are really weird about that. Yeah. And girls. I've actually got one coming over later. but Yeah, yeah I love that <laughs> for you. <laughs> Just a friend. And, yeah, but my last relationship, I'd love to be able to get somewhere where we're friends again, but I don't know. It doesn't seem like it will happen but no that's okay babe that's okay babe because i think i might just give you some cons- <laughs> consoling with my, with my opinion on I'm this one this. honey um this is thriller haha thriller nights <laughs> leave those zombies <laughs> in the graveyard and throw them six feet under the ground leave them to perish with the roaches that's my opinion and i've got this i, I i've got this opinion i've got this that value set because i genuinely genuinely believe that people can emotionally trigger you back to the places where you were before. That's the first thing. Secondly, most of the time when I've witnessed somebody, you know, engaging with their ex, it's a form of self-torture. Oh, it's reaching yeah, for true. something that isn't there, trying to make water not wet. Yeah. Honey, wa- the water's got to be wet, baby. <laughs> He's always going to be the asshole, and that's the exact reason why you broke up with him. Uh, mm. You know, unfortunately, I don't believe... Guys, are we getting, like, really... Like, I don't want to say things that... You know that that are very negative because I'm a positive person. I we do promise, really but people. I don't really believe that people change. There, I said it. I don't believe that people change that much. I really don't. I believe yeah. that people can evolve, yeah. and I think that people can reach out and and act in a different way. I don't believe intrinsically somebody can change from their core. They should probably just start honoring the person that they are and just or, come forth and say I'm a dickhead openly. When someone does something to you so bad, it's hard for you to ever look at them in a oh, different yeah. way. It takes like another level of like karmic strength and energy for you to actually (laughs) forgive them. And I can maybe let some people get away with some minor stuff. But for instance, to one of the guys that made me pregnant when I was 19, 
he can go die. Yeah. He can go die. Yeah. <laughs> there are those exes you genuinely need to leave in the vault and walk away. Mm. Burn it, you know, like a literal sacrifice ceremony. Like print out a picture of them, get your best girlfriends around, pour mocktails, cocktails, any <laughs> anything else in between rosé to the rescue and burn anything that reminded you of your ex. Yeah. That's where I come from a place of a witch sacrifice, but I don't <laughs> yeah. know about you guys. Yeah, I, I believe with me, I, I'm a pretty sensitive person. I believe if somebody were to have fucked me over in the relationship, there is no chance of us being able to rekindle or restart any form of fire. Um, if the per- if if you were to break up on good terms, like I don't know Gwyneth Paltrow when she says I consciously uncoupled from her ex <gasps> from Coldplay, yeah, consciously, consciously uncoupled. I mean, if you are woke, if you're like a Jada Pickett Smith, I love her, and love. Will Smith woke, this is that yeah. white table talk. Pick- yeah. This is this white is table. <laughs> <laughs> there is a genuine white table here, guys. Um, it's but, our white uh, table talk. It's our white table we're talk. We're white and yeah. we're here to talk. <laughs> Surprise! Uh, All right. Well, I think that wraps things up, guys. Yeah, this well, was really fun. This I know. Thank it's you good, so much for listening, It's good to finish guys. up on Jada and Will, though. Exactly. It's good to finish up on them. I think yeah. if we're looking for relationship goals, it's right there. That's so By the true. way, have you guys heard the latest tea with Jada Pickett-Smith? No. no. She's been in a secret relationship with August Alsina for years, and Will Smith has his own separate fiancé. They've got an open relationship oh, inside of the relationship. That, I wouldn't put it past them. I they're have the no idea. They're the people. They know the secrets. Yeah. They've Whoa. got the secrets to life. They really wow. do. I am shocked. I love yeah, it. And do you Stay know- tuned for next week's podcast where we get Jada Fingett Smith. Like, oh, <laughs> would you imagine? Jada, are you listening? Um, <laughs> no, I, I honestly think we could do an episode just dedicated to talking about our favourite celebrity couples. We could. We should do that. I've got so many. Can I say that. one? Vanessa Hudgens and Austin Butler. There, I said it. No, 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 I love no, you no, so no, much. No, no, Thank no, no, you no, no. so much, guys. We'll see you next week. See, see you guys. guys. Bye-bye.